Hey, I'm Kaylee. Hi, I'm Cyan, and we're the hosts of The Young Queens, where if it's trending, we're talking. Okay, so me and Cyan are really excited because for um, a very special episode, we have our cousin Nigel on. Um, Nigel, you want to introduce yourself to everyone? Of course. Well, hi, my name is Nigel. I'm 18 years old, and I'm a fellow member of the LGBTQ community. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Um, I'm... I'm excited to have you on here. I feel like this is a conversation that's honestly very um, uncomfortable for a lot of people to talk about. Yes. Um, it can stir up a lot of um, emotion. I think that's the, for lack of a better word, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it can stir up a lot of emotion and feelings. Um, so I feel like it, it, it's, it's a conversation that needs to be had. And it's nice that we can, you know, all the three of us can sit down and actually have a, a an, an open and honest conversation about, you know, this topic. Absolutely. Okay, so Cyan, do you want to go ahead and hop into it? Yeah, let's get right into it. And let's remember that this is a safe space. You know, everybody is going to be completely honest. Um, so, you know, the topic, obviously, since we have a member of the LGBT community here, Cousin Nigel, we're going to go ahead and talk about, you know, LGBT rights in America. And, you know, since uh, we know it's Ju- I know it's July, but last month was Pride Month, you know, June um, is Pride Month because June was the month where the Stonewall riots took place. So we're a little bit late, but, um, you know, it's, it's OK because we're still talking about mm-hmm. it anyway. Um, So the first topic that I want to address is, you know, the assault on same-sex adoption in the country. Um, Currently, as of right now, it's July 9th, 2020. So at the current time, same-sex adoption is legal in all 50 states. But the Trump administration has been, you know, trying to reverse that. And they've even been taking it to the Supreme Court, you know, saying that, you know, um, some adoption agencies, you know, especially on maybe even religious grounds, Um, Or just even if they think it's, you know, morally improper or whatever reason they may have, but they think that same-sex adoption agencies should be allowed to reject, um, they think that, you know, adoption agencies should be able to reject same-sex couples from adopting children. So, Cousin Nigel, I just want to get your thoughts on, um, you know, this this decision, this, um, you know, what the Trump administration is trying to do, especially since I, I believe that, you know, you want to, you know, adopt children later in the future. That would be something that you would be interested in. So, you know, how mm-hmm. do you feel about this Trump administration, what they're trying to do, reverse this law? Um, I is a very interesting situation. Um, I, of course it's sad and it's, I think it's just very ignorant in a way that you would just reject somebody based off, just, just based off their sexual orientation when that shouldn't be the case. I think like if they're like incapable of like loving a caring for a child, I feel like that should be more of the principle of the situation, if that makes sense. Like, it shouldn't, I feel like that's very, I feel like it's very closed-minded, and that's a very closed-minded reason to just reject somebody from adopting a child that could potentially have a safe home. Like, there's so many kids, and I mean, there's so many kids that just need a a loving, caring home, and 
and I feel like a lot of children will miss that opportunity just because just because the same sex want to adopt a child I think that's wrong and a lot of people will use that excuse as oh, oh well I don't think gay people are capable of raising a child and I'm like that doesn't make sense because there's a same-sex couple is it's the same thing as a heterosexual couple. It just the only difference is that it's just the two genders that like each other and love each other. And I feel like any parent can be abusive and I don't think sexual orientation should be the reason why they get denied from having a child mm-hmm. because there's a lot of there's a lot of straight families that are abusive and verbally abusive, emotionally abusive, physically abusive, and like those children are in need of a healthy, not toxic home. And just because you're gay or any any sexual orientation you like to identify. You you want to turn down that opportunity just because of that sexual orientation? I think that's stupid and ignorant, and I don't think that's right. I really don't. Right, Cyan. What are your thoughts on it? Everything that Nigel just said. Um, I think it's you know because I don't know. I don't and know Nigel if you. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm good. I, I don't know if you're, um, Nigel, if you're aware of how many gay couples um, adopt children in this country. But, you know, I'm looking at the statistics here from American adoptions and gay couples apparently adopt more than straight couples do. Yes, I have so, heard that. Yeah, so. Um, but you know why that probably is because you know obviously there's other there's actually there's other methods of course for same-sex couples um, Mm -hmm. you know especially two men to have a biological child you know they go to they they pay all this money for a surrogate you know one of them is the sperm donor and they have they pay a woman all this money to carry their child and one of them will actually be the biological parent and the other you know the spouse or the partner actually you know they're the parent too but you know one of them had to be one of the donors for the surrogate um but of course i think adoption is one of the main options for same-sex couples because they can't have a child the natural way so i feel like you know like heterosexual couples can you know they can you know have sex with each other and have a baby you know make a baby and they don't really have the need to adopt um as opposed to same-sex couples they can't do that you know, the natural way, you know, so they have to go to adoption or go the surrogate route. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I know that that is probably the reason why they adopt more, but I I only bring that up to say that I, that's why, that's exactly why I don't think that, you know, gay couples should be restricted from adopting because they adopt more than straight couples do. And right. it, it, whatever the reason is, there is still so many kids in the system there that is. if you if you if you remove the ability of gay couples to adopt, whether it's two men or two women, if you remove that ability, then there's going to be even more kids stuck in the system that aren't going to be able to have a exactly. home. They're going to be going in foster care, right? So whatever your opinions are of you know whether or not gay couples should have kids or whatever, whatever your opinions are, 
table that because if you care, if you're one of those people that think, you know, um, this is a whole different topic, but if you're one of those people that are pro-life and you think that, you know, kids should be treated with respect or whatever, then you should definitely be for gay adoption, especially if you want children to have the best possible childhoods with an actual loving family. Absolutely. So, Kaylee, you didn't give your opinion yet. Is there anything else that you would like to, to you know, add to this subject? No, not really. I mean, you guys kind of really said all I would have said, or at least I am. You kind of, you kind of said what I would have said. Um, yeah, I don't think it's right for, um, you know, a government officials and to try to be limiting um, or completely preventing period same-sex couples from being able to adopt a child. I don't think it's right. Um, yeah, so like I said, Cyan, you pretty much went into that. I I don't think it's right for them to do that. I don't think it's right for you to for people to really judge um or try to tell someone, you know, how they're living their life is wrong. Um I feel like having an opinion is one thing or not agreeing with something is one thing, but outright, you know, shunning a group of people for something that they choose, you know, for their life, you know, let them do that. You live your life, let them live their life. And exactly. that's how I see it. I'm not the I'm not their parent. I'm not in charge of them. You know, I have my life. Do I want would I want somebody telling me, you know, um, what I'm doing is wrong or, you know, my relationship is wrong or how I want to live my life is wrong? No. Can they have an opinion not to agree with how I live my life? Yes. But as long as they don't get in the way of me living my life, then I don't see the problem or I, there shouldn't, you know, there shouldn't be any, you know, issue. And that's how I see it as. Mm hmm. Cyan. So, you know, there was one other thing that I wanted to kind of um, touch on as well before we, you know, move on to the next segment. Um, so I know we were mo mostly focusing on, um, you know, America and gay rights, but, you know, I, Nigel, I just wanted to know how much you know about, you know, other countries, because a lot of people, um, you know, adopt children internationally you know i know yes. i actually go to school with somebody who was adopted from europe you know yes. so i don't know if you've ever like you know considered adopting internationally or if you wanted to just stay within the states but um you know even though you know gay couples adopting in america you know that's under attack what if anything do you know about you know gay couples trying to adopt internationally How, do you know anything about that um, not exactly. I don't know anything about the like adoption adoption process in other countries, but I do know, and this might be kind of off topic from adoption, that being gay in certain countries is still dangerous. Um, mm -hmm. in in unfortunately in this world, it's still dangerous. You know, to be gay. Like I still hear stories about people getting lynched and killed, hung, just for simply liking the same other sex. And I don't wanna like get too much in about too much about it, into it, like get into it because I, I I mean I don't know that much about other countries, but I do know that it's still like like it just dangerous like if you if somebody in other in some other countries if you if they found out you gay you, you either get killed on site 
And of course, that's, I just think that's morally wrong because I don't think that's a valid reason to kill somebody. I think it's, like I say, it's kind of ignorant. And I just think people decide not to educate themselves on this situation. And that's, to me, that's very scary because if you have, if you're willing and have the capability to educate yourself on gay rights and the history of LGBT while we have Pride Month and and you're just not willing to do that, that's very scary because mm-hmm. that just tells me that like you know what's going on you know what's going on but you just don't want to like you don't want to like change your mindset or like your mentality on it because it could be it could be the way that you grew up or you know just all sorts of um all sorts of reasons why you could think that way but there's a lot of people that know what's going on and aware and are aware that's going on it's just the fact that people just don't want to listen or take the time to like really educate themselves and i think that's mm-hmm. a very scary thing Mm. so that's how I know this I know it was kind of off topic from adoption but I can't really speak on international adoption because I really haven't done that much research because adoption really isn't on my mind right now but I fully aware I do I I am fully aware what's going on with like discrimination and all that when it comes to gay couples and adoption but so mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna get into something a little bit more controversial. Okay. So do you think that um someone can be born gay? That's funny mm-hmm. that you asked that because I get asked that a lot. Like I get abundance of questions like that. And the way I answer it is like of course when you're born uh, I mean, it's uh, of course stuff like that isn't on your mind because you just don't know. Like, but I feel like as like you're getting older and have a mind of your own, and like you start experience a few things in life, and I, I and I think that's when like feelings start to develop and like hormones. So but not to cut you off, but what I'm uh-huh. getting from like your your how you're answering the question. I'm getting that your answer is no. You can't be born gay because when you're born, you're you you have no you you don't grasp anything. You're a child. You're a baby. Like you literally just came out of the womb. You don't know anything other than crying and pooping on yourself and peeing, mm-hmm. and that's it. So it's like, I mean, to me, whenever I I think about that question or whenever I kind of hear that argument be made by people in the LGBT community, I don't agree with it because I'm like, you know, your brain, your mind doesn't start to develop until you get older. So when you're uh-huh. first born, it's like they try to say that they're, it's in their chromosomes, like it's in their DNA. And that's how they were, you know, that's how God created them. And I'm just like, I don't think anybody born like that. It's more so, like you said, as you get older and you feel like, you know, your experiences affect how you think and they kind of mold or not kind of, they do mold you into who you are. So like if something, whether it's good or bad, whether you just, 
you know, became attracted to men somehow or became attracted to women or, you know, and a lot of times, unfortunately, a lot of negative things happen to people, which is a big reason why a lot of uh, um, people in the LGBT community do become gay or lesbian because um, like a man, for instance, could get um, could have gotten molested by his mother or a female relative and he's turned off by women completely and becomes gay or a female you know, gets molested by her father growing up or uncle or cousin or something and is completely turned off by men and goes to women and that's why she's gay. A lot of negative things like that do happen and that actually can turn, has, you know, turned people um, into being gay. Um, But as far as being born like that, they were not programmed to be like that coming out. So that's that's how I feel like, at least that's my thought on it. I don't think you're born like that see what you're saying and i absolutely understand but when i've just like i don't think there's such not to me i don't think there's such thing as necessarily quote-unquote turning gay if Mm -hmm. i don't believe like you could just it's not a switch it's not a switch um i'm trying i'm trying to put my words together and like say the right things um no, say I, what you want to say. If I, well, I, in my opinion, I don't think there's a such thing as turning gay. I mean, like, if if you so-called turn gay, I just feel like your feelings are already like that in the beginning. Yeah. It's just the fact that you haven't acknowledged that, this, that these are your feelings and, like, mm-hmm. you want to neglect them. And yeah. I feel like that's a lot of cases with especially when it comes to DL men and that's a girl that's a whole different topic but uh, I feel like that's what a lot of people struggle with and that's why like that's why I'm saying I always get this question a lot because you know people are curious and I know they don't mean in like a malicious or disrespectful way people are just genuinely genuinely curious because Mm-hmm. Of course, somebody straight wouldn't understand because you've never been through it. I'm not trying to minim- minimize what anybody's been through. No, you're right. But of course, like somebody straight would ask that because they haven't been through it. So it's kind of hard to explain because I guess depending on somebody's experience, the answer could be completely different from mine. But mm-hmm. um, I really don't. I really don't believe in just turning as sexuality when you want to. I, I just, I, I feel like people like use that term for like for fun. Like, yeah, I was, I was gay for a night or like, I'll be gay for this girl. Or like, when really that's, that's not the reality in my opinion, because so many so many like gay people or anybody in the LGBTQ community like actually like go through this stuff and like are not able just to say oh I'm just gonna wake up gay like that that's who they are mm-hmm. and um I feel like as you're growing up you'll start to realize like well, okay well this like this might be me and I just feel like it's like it's up to you to like acknowledge that this is you and like accept who you are and then it'll it'll be like a weight lifted off your shoulders so I know that's 
another topic like coming out like coming out and all that and struggles but I, I just don't feel like there's such thing as turning turning gay and all that but that's just my personal opinion yeah we'll talk about you know um coming out later later in this episode but yeah one more thing I want to ask you cousin Nigel before we uh finish this topic out um so there's one thing that I just want to get your opinion on um okay. there's somebody that I go to school with and mm-hmm. you know he I, I've only I only met him in college so I haven't known him for too long so I don't know his whole backstory but mm-hmm. you know he has always been like you know gay like from offset I think he's only ever dated guys so mm-hmm. you know you can imagine my surprise when just recently I found out that he's now in a relationship with a girl okay. so what is your opinion on that like you know because it seems like because I know I agree with you that you can't just turn gay but it seems like you know this man all of a sudden just you know for lack of a better term turn straight so, you know, how does that happen, in your opinion? Like, what, what happened there? Like, it, I know that a lot of people say that, you know, sexuality is a spectrum and, you know, it's ever-changing. Some people believe that. Is that your opinion? Like, what do you think happened in that situation? You know what? That's funny because I've never heard of a situation like that. So this is, like, yeah, the first time. Yeah, it's very shocking. I don't – well, for the people who don't know, there's other sexualities than just – gay, bi, and yeah, so I, 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 I don't know. I, that's a unique situation. Um, I, I don't want to put him in this box because I don't know him personally and, you know, what if he does is his business. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only thing I could say that maybe he's not maybe he's maybe he defined himself or I mean if he believes in like labels and all that and which labels is another story too but if he like believes in like maybe he identifies himself as like another sexuality than just like the typical gay bi maybe like because there's different sexualities so it could be that he identify himself identify himself as another sexuality that, that i don't know that's that's that is a unique situation <laughs> that is a unique situation it is i just wanted to know I, I, I mean it's okay if you don't have the answers obviously you're not like the expert but yeah I just, I just wanted to get the opinion from somebody in the community cuz you know we were just talking about how you know you can't turn gay but you know it's it's just it's interesting when it happens on the other side of it but yes yeah, okay. I just wanted to know if you would um had any ideas on what you know could have potentially happened there if you had any experience with that yourself you know no but I think like me dating people other than men is more of like a coming out thing but of course we'll get more into that as um time goes by yeah okay so we're here for round two or segment two the the second segment we want to discuss um discrimination um in schools and in the workplace so i guess i'll start off with nigel again what do you think 
Um, or what is your what has your experience been with any of that, especially since you just graduated high school um, a couple of months back? Um, I think yeah, with like with this whole thing that we're talking about, I think it's a very sad situation that um, that you can get fired or just get fired from simply liking the same sex and I think also that's very ignorant and that's not a valid reason reason to let somebody go because you could be missing the opportunity of a hard worker like someone that can make your business or corporation like flourish and I feel like you know you'll just be missing an opportunity like that if you just let somebody go because of your sexual orientation and I know that like people believe what they believe and you know I'm not here to like change your opinion on what you believe or like how you do things but and also when it comes to schools as well like I've heard so many stories about how kids get discriminated just because they have same sex parents mm-hmm. and I feel like that's first of all that's inappropriate and I feel like especially younger kids like I feel so sorry for like kids who have to go through that at such a young age just because they have two gay parents like it's it's terrible that kids have have to go through that but I mean it is what it is and as far as like the teacher who's like doing that first of all that's inappropriate second of all you should get fired because like you shouldn't be like pushing your beliefs or your opinions it's okay to have an opinion but being ignorant and disrespectful is just a whole nother thing I don't think that's right it's it's just terrible. Like I, I I can't even I can't even like put my sentences together because it's it's just so terrible what kids gotta go through, and like kids getting bullied because they're different from others. That's terrible, and that that's that could put a lot of traumatic. Um, it could just mess up the kids' mentality so much, and like they could fall in this deep hole mm-hmm. for something they didn't even ask for. And it is very sad. Mm-hmm. Just very sad. Into sorry to cut you off. Without uh-huh. getting into too much detail about I mean, you know your personal details, because I'm sure you don't want to do that. Did mm-hmm. you? ever experience like any bullying yourself um in school um I didn't necessarily experience bullying but I, I, a lot of uh, just uh, it just so kids are mean honey kids mm-hmm. are so mean like I can just remember being in third grade and hearing the word gay and I, back then I did not know what that meant mm-hmm. and just from that word alone from people saying that word alone it really put me in a more perspective negatively 
Because I'm like, what is this word gay? Like, why are people like saying that to me? Is it because of the way I act and all mm-hmm. that? And it probably was because of the way I act, because you know, I'm not the most masculine, like like a masculine man, which is fine. Like, not every man is gonna be masculine, but per I haven't experienced bullying, but I have dealt with a lot of ignorance as I got older. And, you know, as I've gotten older, I've learned not to so much deal with it as much as I did when I was younger. Or even just two years ago, like, I was still dealing with everything and blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't so much bullying, but it was a lot of ignorance. And I got thrown every word in the book like the f word uh, just just ignorance Mm -hmm. and as i've gotten older i've learned to not put my all or give my energy to that person because i mean it's not worth it like i don't have to explain myself to you first of all and second it's like it's just i wish people would educate themselves more to LGBT LGBTQ stuff because you just saying the most meanest things doesn't help at all. Like at all. If anything, you probably just like I don't know I don't know if people understand that words can hurt. <laughs> words can really hurt. And you can really hardly- be you can really be causing somebody suicide. For just saying the most meanest stuff just because they're different from you. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I know I'm kind of like repeating myself, but it's, I, it's sad. Like, so many people have, so many people have, so many kids, oh my God, so many kids have like been depressed, even suicide because how they get treated at school or at home. Because it's not always, the, it, of course, it's at school sometimes. But it also can be at home, too, which is unfortunate because that's something you got to go to every day. Yeah. But it's, no, I have not experienced bullying per se, but I have experienced a lot of ignorance. And I'm sure, like, anyone who's listened to this or in our, like, me or in the LGBT community have can say the same thing. Like, there's so much ignorance in this world when it comes to like gay people, trans people, lesbians, bi's, and just anyone within that spectrum. And it's just sad that like people, kids younger than me have lost their lives because they got treated so poorly just because they're different. And I don't think that's right at all. Yeah, and um, another thing that I wanted to uh to bring up to you is you know you live in the uh the american south you know and mm-hmm. you know the south isn't always the most progressive when it comes to you know <laughs> yes. civil rights so um i'm looking at this this statistic here from um, hrw.com and it's uh states that have laws restricting teachers and staff from talking about lgbt issues at school so basically it's not something that you can even you know, bring the topic up. Up, there's eight of them. Six of them 
are in the American South, and one of them is the state that you live in. So, oh man, is there any like, is there any like? Can you just comment briefly on why you think that the American South is so behind on you know civil rights of this nature? Not even just you know LGBT, even though that's what we're focusing on, but you know even like for minorities as well, and, you know, and maybe even any other things. But why do you think that, you know, being born and raised in the American South, why do you think that they're so behind? Oh, Lord, that's a, that's a good question. Um, there's this also involved, like, like, teaching, like, LGBTQ history, history. Mm-hmm. I just, and I think, I think it has a lot to do with people just being closed-minded. I know when, like, the word got out that, like, it should, like, LGBTQ history should be taught in history class. And everybody just went in an uproar, like, y'all shoving gay, um, y'all shoving gay people down their throats and this and that, da-da-da. Y'all rotten y'all um the kids brains from teaching all that stuff and i'm like what what are you saying what are you saying what are you saying that doesn't even make no sense at all like when they say teach lgbtq history in history class the the whole class is not gonna be about like like people act like we're gonna learn about gay sex in like in history class like and everything gay no that's not that's not the case at all. It's just like it's just gonna be taught like regular history, and just gonna be like, oh, he was you know he was gay or he was in the LGBTQ community, and that's it. I don't see why people, especially down south, honey, that <laughs> are such in the uproar about that. I think, I think, I think, I think it's a good thing that people should be talking about. Um, like LGBTQ in history because because kids kids especially younger kids would feel more comfortable with themselves who are struggling with their sexuality so if they see somebody who like did something like who like contributed contributed in like American history and it just so happened to be gay or trans or whatever that can really uplift a child or student that can really up there because it's gonna be like, wow, he was, you know, he's just like me and and he did all this stuff. So I, I can do I can do the same as well. And I feel like that's a beautiful thing that that like LGBTQ members can be represented in history because that can uplift a lot of people who are struggling with their sexuality. So I just, yeah, so, I mean, I know that you are definitely an advocate for, for things like that, but, you know, it, obviously the, the South has a, a long way to go, but, you know, mm-hmm. also another statistic that I want to bring up to you before we get on to um, something else, just last thing, um, in the majority of states, um, as of before, you know, the Supreme Court ruled that the Civil Rights Act of 1964 covers, you know, LGBT people as well, even though it was primarily directed towards, you know, Black people. Um, the Supreme Court recently ruled that the, the umbrella covers LGBT people as well from discrimination. But before that court ruling, 
uh, it was legal in 28 states to fire somebody before being fire somebody before being for being LGBT in 28 of the 50 states. And, you know, so that's more than half. And, you know, once again, most of those states were in the American South. And, you know, it says uh, apparently, you know, 16 percent of, you know, uh, people in the LGBT community had reported not being able to keep a job because of their sexuality. And, you know, um, as well as 58 percent of people in the LGBT community reported hearing derogatory comments about, you know, their orientation or their gender identity in the workplaces. And that's from prideatwork.org. So I know that, you know, you mentioned at the beginning of the show that you're 18. So, you know, you haven't really you had like a bunch of a whole lot of experience in the workforce, but is this something that you've thought about, you know, especially as we've mentioned that you live in the American South, so they're not really the most forward thinking uh, for the most part, but is this something that you've thought about when you are ready to enter the workforce, the possible discrimination that you might face? Yes, I've thought about it for the longest time because it's something that I, that I, that I need and I have to think about. And unfortunately, because people just don't want to acknowledge their ignorance and try to fix it. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that I can not have a job or get fired from a job just because of my sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and it's just sad and I don't think that's, I keep saying that, I keep repeating myself, but it's like, like I said, it's an invalid reason to not hire somebody or it's not a valid reason to fire somebody. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're doing your job, then like you're not doing anything wrong, you're not hurting nobody, like you're just the nicest person in the world, then there shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a problem at all because what does my sexuality have to do with you? Like, why are you are you that pressed that you have to fire me just because you're not comfortable with my sexuality? That has nothing to do with me. That's you shouldn't be worried about it. Not to cut you off, but that's because uh-huh. people are deep. A lot of people out there are just deep down hateful. I feel like there's a difference between yes. people who are completely intolerant and there's a difference between people who just simply don't agree with the lifestyle, but still they don't treat um gay people like trash i feel like those i feel like a lot of um not to kind of box you in i don't want to make you feel like that but i feel like a lot of gay people they get so caught up in having to you know be defensive when they encounter people that are intolerant the same in the same way that a lot of black people um feel like they have to be very defensive when it comes to a lot of you know um, white people um, mm-hmm. that make all kinds of racist statements or whatever or intolerant statements or whatever I just feel like there's a difference in that all of us shouldn't be really grouped together there are people who are outright hateful and I don't think that and they don't they feel like gay people shouldn't have any type of rights whatsoever they shouldn't get access to medical care and all they shouldn't be able to get married or whatever I, I feel like that's absolutely crazy them like, them trying to pass um, a law or whatever where you know, um, like I think it was like a last sometime last month where they were trying to get something passed, and I think it got knocked down. Thank God, but it was something where you know hospitals or whatever doctors' offices could decline. You know, gay people, yes, trans, trans, trans people. people from getting medical care. I don't agree with that, but the, and I don't think that's that's I don't think that's right. And I just feel like those are the people that are just outright 
evil and hateful yes. like and i don't agree with that but there are people out there who are aren't like that they may not agree with the lifestyle but they don't hate the individual and I, I don't i feel like a lot of gay people tend to pull those two people together like oh if you don't accept our lifestyle you automatically are intolerant of us and that's not the case mm-hmm. and that's just how i feel and that's honestly why i've been so quiet on this podcast because i don't want to say something that comes off as me sounding intolerant so oh, it's completely fine. but yeah. i just feel like like and Do- Ooh, nigel you and I have have talked about this, you know, before. We don't talk about it a lot because I don't like bringing it up, you know, starting something if I'm not asked, which, again, is another reason why I haven't really been speaking um, mm-hmm. because I don't want to, oh, just be like, oh, let me bring it up so I can cause something. Like, no, if you ask me um, or if you bring it up in conversation, you know, I'm going to give my opinion. Um, but just me personally, I don't agree with the lifestyle. But at the end of the day, if you're like my friend or like in, in, in your instance, you're my you're our family member. Do, does that mean that I don't love you? No. Does that mean that I want to cut you out of my life? No. Do I agree with the lifestyle again? No. But at the end of the day, this, this is your life, not mine. I'm not your parent. You know, do I still care about you? Yeah. Do I still want you in my life? Yeah. Do I still want to talk to you? Yeah. Do I still want to hang with you? Yeah. Do I still care about you? Yeah. Do I still love you? This All that still stands. But at the end of the day, I just simply don't agree with the lifestyle. Just like if I was doing something you didn't agree with or, you know, if it was something as, you know, uh, um, me drinking and smoking or something, you and I was out here acting a complete fool. Would you agree with me doing that? No, but you still care about me. I'm still your family. You still want me in your life. You still care about me. You still want me to be okay. You get the picture. So that's why I feel like I just don't want that to kind of get... um what's the word i don't want those two separate groups of people to get pulled into the same group because that's kind of how i feel like they get pulled into like oh you don't agree with my lifestyle so i'm automatically going to get defensive and cut you off or say you're just ignorant and intolerant no i'm very i am very um up to date on what's going on i'm very aware and i don't i disagree with a lot of this stuff happening to a lot of gay people transgender people whatever i don't agree with a lot of it but at the end of the day does that mean that i'm you know complacent with the lifestyle no but at the end of the day it's not my lifestyle so why am i gonna go out of my way to try to prevent a group of people from living how they want to live that's none of my business i can only live my life so at the end of the day like i said this is your life other gay people that's their life am i gonna go up to their face like oh you are this person and you're this that and the other and i just you're just no i'm not gonna do all that and i don't need to do all that i'm not gonna go and judge somebody for something that they feel is natural or something that they a way they want to live their life that's just that's crazy to me people who want to try to control gay people and say what they can and cannot do those people are extremists and over the top with it like keep your comments and your feelings to yourself as long as if you feel so strongly about it then stay over there in your corner and let them do what they want to do let them live their life or whatever and that's how I feel on the matter like I that's how I feel I just don't want those two groups of people getting clumped up into one and that's kind of what I'm trying to stress like I just don't want that do understand that like people have their beliefs and you know and and it all correlates into religion but girl that's another religion it's another topic too honey (laughs) but i understand that like people have their beliefs and i know i know like 
believe me, I know that not everybody's going to agree with how I carry myself, how I carry myself or who I like, which is perfectly fine. I mean, I, I, that's, that has nothing to do with me, nor is it my business. It just, I, just people need to know their place. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to disagree and, like, not be, like, quote-unquote, for it. But, like, that doesn't mean, like, you got to be, like, say all these slurs and be disrespectful about it. Like, I don't think that's right. It's okay to, like, not agree, not agree, but just, just, I, I guess I'm trying to tell people, just, just, like, know your place and, like, mind your business. Because, mm-hmm. you know, what what I do with my life has absolutely nothing to do with you. And I just don't understand why people get so mad that I live my life the way I want to live my life. Like, you don't hear me, like, doing all this extra stuff because you live it. Like, that's, that has nothing to do with me because, mm-hmm. like, that, that absolutely has nothing to do with me and I mind my business because whatever you do, you do over there and I and I do what I do over here. So, like I said, it's okay to not to agree because I know everybody's not going to agree on everything and that's perfectly fine. It just, like, when you cross the line and start getting disrespectful, that's when it becomes a problem because I'm like, well, dang, all I did was walk down the street and now you want to beat me up and get mad. I'm like, what is the point? I like, agree. Yeah. I agree um, with you on that as far as people, again, need to stay in their place. Like Everybody's entitled to their opinion, so there's nothing wrong with somebody having an opinion, but I agree with you that, yeah, nobody should just be going out of their way to be, you know, belittle someone and tear them down, no matter how they feel about the situation. Like, just keep that to yourself. Like, if they're not impacting you personally, why do you care so much to try to tear them down or prevent them from doing X, Y, and Z or whatever? I don't see it as that. But I will say that just because, um, I don't know how to say this. I would say if someone isn't um, accepting of it or if they do have an opinion on it that doesn't quite fit um, I guess what you would like for them to feel or think. Um, yeah. I, I, I've encountered quite a few um, gay people who get like automatically def- like very, very, very hostile and defensive as soon as they find out somebody doesn't agree with, you know, have the same values as them as far as how um, like their sexuality is concerned. And uh-huh. even if it came from someone who wasn't belittling gay people at all, they're like, oh, gay people, these Fs and whatever else. They were just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I have some friends that are gay, but I mean, I, you know, I don't agree with their lifestyle, but, you know, I just, you know, and they're like, what? You must be one. And they just already, they just pop off at the mouth. And I'm like, relax. I'm like, not everybody's going to agree with you. That's life. Even if you're not gay, nobody's going to agree with you 100% of the time. That's just going to be how life is. And I just feel like, I feel like gay people get so, um, uh, oftentimes so used to being defensive that they get defensive at every little thing that doesn't, um, that goes against, you know, their, their orientation or whatever, however they choose to live their life. So that, that at least that's what I've personally encountered. Now, now real quick, I just want to um, jump in and, you know, kind of tie this up with um, one more thing that I wanted to, to broach. Oh, yes, I am. Do you have anything to say involving like beliefs and 
when it comes to releasing gay people or like I mean, anybody in the LGBTQ community. You know what? I don't feel strongly. I don't care. Like if you're gay, you're gay. It is what it is. Okay. What, what does it have to do with me? That's how I feel. I don't care at all. It's not my life. So, and and I really think that's how most people should feel. It's like, what do you, why do you, why do you, why do you, why are you hating about it? What is it doing to you? I don't, I don't think, I don't, it's just, it takes a lot of energy to be hateful. So it I don't does. And uh, another thing, I'm, especially like with parents, like I, I just, I just, I just wonder like, what are you teaching your kids? Cause mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the like last decade or so, like, thank God that like, the LGBTQ community started to get more accepting, getting more accepted than it was like years ago. And I'm glad that's that's happening. It's such a beautiful thing. But there's mm-hmm. still like there's still like a select there's still like select individual that like I firm believe like 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 this shouldn't happen or like that's the wrong way or this da 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 da. And I'm just so curious like do you teach your children that? Yeah, because because I, I really don't want like a child to have like a wrong um, vision of what like a person of LGBT community is like. Because I'm just like everybody else. Like there's mm-hmm. there's nothing. I'm still the same person, and I, nothing has changed per se except for like who I like so yeah Nigel, I'm just I want to jump right in there because you said something perfect that makes me want to just just to like to it's a perfect way to finish this section off because I also wanted to address you know the fear of coming out as well especially absolutely in the workplace you know I'm looking at a, a pride at work is also giving another statistic about how um 53 percent of LGBT people who took this study um, reported hiding their gender identity or their sexual orientation at work to avoid being discriminated against and you know you you said something about how you know I'm not I'm not different like it doesn't make me different from anybody else that I'm gay so you know it's my personal opinion on this is that you know, most people are afraid of coming out because, you know, they think that after they do, they'll just, you know, all they'll be seen as is that one person who's gay. And, you know, the rest of their personality or the rest of anything that they like to do will be overshadowed by the fact that they're gay. So yeah. is is that how you feel? Like, what do you, what is your opinion on the fear of coming out, you know, for LGBT people? And, and you know, Kaylee, you can feel free to join in as well. Um. Oh, Jesus. Okay, sorry. And so you can go back to asking Nigel um, the question that you asked. I had to um, get our new segment started so that we didn't run over and get cut off in the middle of the conversation. All right. So um, just to, you know, bounce back, um, I also wanted to um, just briefly address the the fear of coming out as well, because um, the statistic that I'm looking at right now from Pride at Work says that Um, 33% of LGBT employees were not open about being, you know, they weren't out to anyone in their workplace. And, you know, 53% of the respondents weren't open about their gender identity at the workplace because they were afraid of being discriminated against. So I'm sure this happens at, you know, work, school, any place where, you know, you're meeting, you're meeting a lot of people that maybe you don't know too well. So 
and my opinion on this is that it's it's, it's really kind of sad that you know because my opinion on this why there is that fear is obviously I'm I'm not I'm not gay or anything so I'm straight so I don't know what it's like to even have to come out but I figured that most gay people probably think that you know if I come out I'm just going to be seen as that gay guy and my, the rest of you know your personality is going to be Absolutely. over that one fact about you so you know Kaylee and Nigel as well but I'm 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 gonna direct this question to Nigel first what is your opinion on you know this fear of coming out that is riddled within um people in the LGBT community oh Lord Jesus it's a very unique but beautiful situation however you want to think about it or depending on said individual situation um It's just, hold on, I'm sorry. I'm trying to trying to gather my thoughts for a minute. Um, I feel like so many like people are scared to like be them true selves is because of society and what is portrayed as a typical gay quote unquote gay guy. And all that, because I don't know, there's this stereotype about, you know, gay people, like anybody in the LGBTQ community is that, like, it is like all they care about is sex, blah, blah, blah. They're affected with diseases. And which, I mean, first of all, anybody can catch a disease. I, I mean, I don't know where they got that from, but hey. Um, I, I just, coming out is. I mean, it's different for everybody. First of all, I want to emphasize that, like, anybody who's listening to this, who are, like, struggling with their um, sexuality and, like, just scared to come out, just, I, just, I just want them to know that just be careful, be careful, because you don't want to, especially if you have, like, abusive, manipulative, manipulative parents who you just know that, like, if you tell them, like, that, that's it, like, you're going to get kicked out. And that's another thing why people are, people are, like, scared to come out because they're, they don't want to feel like they're not accepted or loved. Like, just me simply saying that I'm gay could switch everything around mm-hmm. in a good way or in a bad way. And I just feel like if you are struggling with your sexuality, first off, I just want to, you just want to be sure that you're in a safe environment because you don't want to like say how you feel or like come out to them and then like you automatically are out the house or even worse, beat up. So that also contributes to why people are scared to come out. Um, Unfortunately, I I mean, um, not unfortunately, unfortunately that like I didn't experience none of that, thankfully. Um, but it's just, it's very, it's not complicated, but it is. Um, I, and I'm sorry that I keep stumbling over my words. Um, it's just, oh goodness. <laughs> Coming out is just something that I feel like doesn't 
it, it doesn't have to be done. Like, um, I feel like that, especially like when you come out as gay, you're like automatically labeled as the gay boy. Like, oh, you know, so and so, oh, he gay, right? And I'm like, and um, I'm sorry. Um, I just feel like that people need to, especially if, especially if you are a parent and you need, and your child is like telling you like, hey, this is me and, and I want you to understand that this doesn't change me and I'm still the same child that you gave birth to. I just want you to know that like, this is me. And when, if you are a parent and your child is telling you that, like, it's okay to not, to do, I'll speak it to the parents, it's okay to not understand right away I know, like, some people are just, like, just haven't educated themselves and and all that, but I just want to, like, emphasize that, like, it's going to be okay, and I feel so sorry for, like, the kids that have to deal with, deal with just, uh, just being abused and emotionally drained and mentally drained just because they don't have an accepted family, and I just want, like, anybody who has who, any parent who has a gay child, like, I just want you to understand that, like, it's going to be okay. It's okay not to understand right away. I know it takes some time because I know when it comes to parents, when it comes to parents, like, they vision, like, um, I don't know if you do, I don't know if y'all do this, but, like, I know, like, when I have a child, I picture this, vision like I want my child to be this and child to be that like you just picture something for your child and mm-hmm. then when they say something that doesn't fit the picture you was um visualizing it kind of like turns puts everything more in that perspective like like oh okay okay well it's okay not to understand right away I know it's an adjustment and right. I just want you, any parent that's listening, I just want you to just, if you just so happen to be in that situation, I just want you to listen and, you know, tell them that, like, I I love you and I still support you. Like, I, I, I hope you would say that to your, to your, especially if you only have one, like, your only, your one and only child is telling you this and, like, you don't accept them. That's just sad and that can cause even more problems and put detriment into into the relationship as well. Like you could potentially lose your child. Like, and I don't feel like, like being disrespectful and like not wanting to understand is, I don't think it's worth losing a child. So, um, I, it's 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 very it, coming out as a very unique situation, but it's also beautiful. Depend on depend on the person. It's also beautiful at the same time, because when you come out, it's like a weight lifted off your shoulders. Like 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 oh thank God, like I can finally be me. And like I and I don't know if it's just me, but like I, of course you want like that validation from your parents. Like if mm-hmm. your parents are like 
like okay I love you I accept you and like it might take me some time but like I just want to know you're still my son I love you like you, you, I, you don't care about anybody else's else's opinion you only care about your parents because those are your parents right. so you just I don't know just just it's and and people come out come out at their own time it, it coming out it doesn't have an age or nothing um it, it's it's just it takes time mm-hmm. and and also parents don't I, I, I advise not to like hassle your children about it like if they're not quite comfortable talking about it just 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 don't try to like force it on them or like when they tell you that like they're of the LGBTQ community don't try to like change that like I know like conversion therapy is still you know still is still occurring unfortunately and that's also another reason why um people are afraid to come out because it's stuff like this and like the um negative image when it comes to LGBTQ people mm. And it's just very sad because people of the LGBTQ community lose their lives over this. Like, and it's sad. They lose their actually, they literally lose their lives over this. Or like lose family over this just simply because they're different. And I know, I, I know like it's, it's, um, can be based off of like what you believe in or like what your religion is, which which is understandable. Like I, I can't can't really say much on that, but I just hope people like get to time any parents out there to get the time to like it, when you come out, it's like getting to know your child again mm-hmm. in in a sense, because the child's in the closet for however long. So like so like they're kind of scared to like sometimes you can like test the waters and then like if it's like if like it, if they're like not feeling it be like oh okay well I'll see where this is gonna go so what about your family your mother and so on if um, that's something that you want to talk about I'm not gonna get too too much into it but I will say that like I have the most supportive family that I could ever imagine like I'm so glad that I can experience all the love and caring that I still still get even before like I came out quote unquote Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um I do have a supportive family um I have a supportive mom thank god um it's just it's a very beautiful thing and I feel like it feels like when you come out, a weight is lifted off your shoulders. Like, oh, like finally, like I'm free and and I can finally be me. You know, right? Because you don't have to act like you don't have to have this mask on, so to speak, anymore. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, Cyan. Yeah. So. um I just want to touch on um, one other thing, you know, because um, obviously, you know, you are 
you know, you are a member of the LGBT community and you are, mm-hmm. uh, you identify as a gay man, but you are also black. And so yes. I want to touch on that intersectionality um, because uh, just to throw a little bit of statistics at you so we can make this an educational show. Mm-hmm. There are, um, as of, you know, right now, apparently, approximately, 11.3 million people in living in the United States that identify as some form of LGBTQ. Um, uh, the Human Rights Campaign estimates that around 1 million of that 11.3 is African American in the United mm-hmm. States. So, and you know, they also, it's, it's apparently mostly concentrated in Washington, D.C. You know, because um, DC has a lot of, you know, African-Americans, but, you know, the um, Human Rights Campaign also says that Maryland, Georgia, New York, and North Carolina also have large numbers of LGBTQ Hmm. African-American residents. And I'm sure that the same goes for a lot of other states, as we've discussed in the American South, even though the American South is very uh, conservative in that realm so I just want to know what your experience has been like with that intersectionality you know because obviously you know the black community is a little bit marginalized not I mean a little bit I don't know why I said a little bit a lot of it and you know LGBTQ communities are also marginalized so you are a part of two marginalized communities so what is that like for you you know because you will face that discrimination from two different angles, you know, being black. Unfortunately. And, yeah. So I don't know if you've ever given any, you know, thought to that, that dual identity that you have, but has that like come up at all? Or have you like, what is your opinion on, you know, having to deal with life with those identities, you know? Um, it's, it's almost like killing two birds with one stone. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Two, two birds. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Like, oh, he 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 already um he blackened like he oh he's gay on top of that. So, you know, th- those are like it's just it's interesting because you know I feel like well first of all I want to emphasize that like growing up white and gay, growing up black and gay are totally. Uh, two completely different things. So how are they different? Like, what do you, what do you mean by that? I feel like when it comes to going to black and gay, I feel like it's. I just want to say that, like, growing up black and gay. Uh, of course, we're not all black folks, and not like the whole black group, but um, especially if you grew up in like a religious home and your family is like in the church. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you hear like what the preacher saying about gay people, and then like you hear it at home, and it's like, oh my goodness, like, is this for real? Like, I feel like, oh my, oh my god, I, I don't, I don't want to say too, too much, and I don't want to get too deep, but um, get deep. We we already ex being black and gay we already like got to deal with racism and like colorism and and all that but then when you're black and gay you got to deal with the homophobia and 
just just a whole wide of things. But um oh Lord, I'm trying to <laughs> Um, I, I'm sorry I keep skipping on my words. I'm trying to like gather like what I want to say, but um, I, I feel like I, I guess everybody kind of, like I, I don't want I don't want to speak for like the whole like black community, but like from like all the gay like coming out stories I've heard, like especially them being black, like mm-hmm. they grew up like in a like religious religious I guess you say a religious household like household mm-hmm. or like that family like was well well into the church if that makes sense mm-hmm. and um and, you know i don't want to get too like too like too deep when it comes to like religion but like you know like i said you hear like and of course and of course like other races and ethnicities um experience the same thing i just feel like it is something about black being black, especially being a man, I feel like women don't get the same experience. Well, of course they do, but I feel like being a black gay man is, is you know, they get it worse. They get it worse because, you know, um, black men are always taught to be raised like tough and strong and like, just don't be a crybaby uh, mm-hmm. and all this like just be like this most ma- masculine land and like hyper masculinity and toxic masculinity and all that and I feel like that plays a big part to why people like black black kids or black adults why they can't come out now because like you've been taught from like a child that you're supposed to act this way so that that way don't cry um um, be tough, be stay strong, which that's really like that's that's unrealistic. And I'm not saying that I personally personally experienced that per se, but I know a lot of a lot of um a lot of black black gay kids, especially black boys who have experienced that. Of course like white people and white gay boys and other races and nationality experience experience that as well but it's just it hits more harder in the when you're black and gay and I don't know if y'all felt like the same way like do y'all feel like it it hits harder when you're black and gay too hmm um well I mean I, I I really can't say for sure because I'm not gay but I I think there is definitely a difference in the way even the gay community treats black gay people versus white gay people or even mm-hmm. like even like other ethnicities or races being gay. I don't know, it just feels like there is sort of a what do you mean? I don't like- I feel like there is a sort of because I know I see there's um I can't think of his name, but there is a very popular like a uh, white gay guy who, you know, he's been called out numerous times. You mean um, Shane? Been... No, no, but I hate him. But that's not because he's gay. It's just because he's annoying. Anyway, <laughs> I I can't remember his Landon something. Landon. I, I think... Oh, Landon Romano. I yeah. I, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, but he's gotten a lot of backlash in the past that I've seen because people believe that he 
he is basically like acting out a caricature of how he thinks black women act or even black gay guys act even though he's like a white gay guy and you know and 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 Nigel I don't know if you can you know speak to this or even Kaylee but what I there's been plenty of times that I've seen you know even just white gay guys and and you know but it seems to me that like in the gay culture you know black gay people have been you know the pioneers of a lot of you know even just the the rights that you know, gay people have achieved, you know, because Stonewall was started by a Black trans woman, you know, and, yeah. you know, yeah, there's, yeah. Lots, there's lots of um, gay slang, yeah, gay slang that was started yeah. by Black drag queens. So, you know, it's just interesting to me that, you know, white gay guys like Landon build a platform off of, you know, taking those caricatures and acting in a way that I would really doubt is their actual personality but they just do it for the views and I could be wrong about that but that's kind of the vibe that I get and that's why I think there is sort of like a it's like a a double standard I guess because you know if you see some black people act that way if they're gay or not and they'll be like oh that's ghetto that's ratchet but if there's a white gay guy acting like that they'd be like oh he's so funny you know and then or I've like exotic. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've seen, I've followed him for a while now, and a lot of his stuff is funny. Um, but it does make a a mockery of, uh, I'm not going to say black culture, because he doesn't, what I've seen, he doesn't really mock black culture, but he does mock, um, or, in, or um, what's the word, imitate um how like you said cyan black women are supposedly mm-hmm. acting like he's supposed to be acting like this ghetto loud um you know black woman and you know and and the thing is a lot of black people are the ones that are giving him a pass to do this because they feel mm-hmm. like it's funny um but i do feel like if it was somebody else doing this maybe and it probably wasn't funny they would say that it's oh this person's racist and you know, this person is, you know, a culture vulture or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though I'm, I don't know, you know, you said Cyan, he has like a background that's very negative. I never knew about that. I don't know what it was, but. You no, know, I said he had backlash, like it was a while ago, but a video of him went viral on Twitter. And there was a lot of people saying that he was, he was basically being a culture vulture, like you said. Hmm. Well, yeah, so I. I I just say, I mean, there's nothing can really be done unless something like, unless that video continued to get spread around or something, you know, they would try to, you know, cancel him and tell people to stop supporting him. But cancel culture does not work. People do not get canceled unless, you know, they're like, unless it's something absolutely crazy. They tried to cancel, you know, Doja Cat for her making her comments and people still support her. So cancel culture is stupid. We've talked about that before, but staying on the topic of like gay people and you know the lgbt community i do think a lot of them especially the 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 ones that aren't of color do that that act like the so-called how like a black woman supposedly acts or whatever i do think they Mm -hmm. they make a mockery of like of us um i don't like that um but a lot of them do it and they've been doing it for a while and a lot of people especially on social media give them a pass because it's, yeah. it's, it's, I guess it's funny. It's comical. You know, I, I even follow some other um, 
you know, even 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 black guys that are, you know, like you said, sorry, that are gay, they they act they're the more flamboyant ones and they act like the you know, they try to do these little skits and act like the 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 ghetto black girls or whatever for, for comedic purposes or whatever. Or even I've seen a lot of them online, there's a lot of straight men who will put on wigs and do whatever and act like ghetto women or what mm-hmm. or ghetto black women or whatever to try to be funny. And they get a lot of views, they get a lot of supporters and stuff like that. And you know, I I I get it and everything. Like some a lot of it is funny because I be cracking up at a lot of it too. But deep down, there is kind of you know you kind of start getting your feelings. Like they they making a mockery of us. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people are on that are on Instagram are like that. They make a mockery of like black culture by trying to sound ghetto or act like a ghetto black woman or how they think a ghetto black woman. Um, acts and so on and so forth so I mean I don't think that's gonna stop um, even though you weren't talking about Shane Dawson you say he's annoying I used to follow Shane Dawson for a long time and I did up until recently up until I find out um, found out about all the stuff that he said and did so I don't support him anymore um, but when I was watching him like years ago like back in middle school um, early high school um, when he had like his black friend Shauna on there a lot he would basically mm-hmm. He, it's like he what's the word like exploited her kind of like oh here's my ghetto black friend she loud you know and he would like try to act like a ghetto black woman himself you know he had like a little character he would play forgot who it was Shanae Shanae yeah yeah he would act and I feel like not necessarily saying it was like a mockery of um of what's her name um Shakana herself but he was just, trying to like act like the stereotype that stems yeah, from black. Yeah, like a stereotypical women. black woman. And even though I wasn't like, of course, my mind wasn't at the level that it's at now, so I didn't think much of it. Like I thought of it, but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm offended. It was kind of like, oh, this is funny, but yeah, this is like high key, you know, very like stereotypical or whatever. But I was like, it's funny, so I'm gonna keep watching. And I like Shakana, and Shakana um, didn't seem to have an issue with it, so I'm like, okay, whatever. But um, that's just a lot of what's happening, you know, what's what's continuing to go on. And I feel like social media is is helping that, especially now that we got like TikTok yeah. and stuff. And of course, Instagram and a lot of people. I'm sorry to cut you, but a lot of people like excuse like derogatory stuff mm-hmm. for that com- comedy. Right. Yeah, that's exactly the problem. And and, and I, I realized that because I don't watch Shane anymore. I haven't for years, but I did used to when I was younger. And I remember his Shanae skits. And, and like you said, they didn't really bother me back then. I didn't see the problem. But now I realize how just how problematic that was. And, you know, it just goes back to, you know, how much Black gay people and Black women have contributed to, you know, African-American culture. And it's interesting uh-huh. to me how much white gay guys end up profiting off of stealing that culture. And, and sometimes yes. they get call, called out for it, sometimes they don't. But I just don't think they should be allowed to get away with it, especially when I know for a fact that is not actually how they act. They just do it for the views and they do it for the money. Okay, so we've been talking for quite some time now. I think this will go as, I think this will actually be our longest um, podcast since we've started, um, which isn't bad, but I just don't want this to go into being like an hour and a half, two hours long. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and of course, if there's more topics that we can talk about in the future, um, we can definitely like bring it up again. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think we've got a lot of good conversation. I feel like, honestly, now I don't want to continue it more, um, even though there's probably more we could talk about. I don't want to continue it. And then it turned into like rambling and stuff. And then it gets yeah. really dull and boring. So um, I feel like it's good that if we end it right here, um, uh, Nigel, do you have anything that you would like to say to close off, you know, about yourself or just in general to anybody out there listening? Um, I don't think I have anything to say particularly, but um, like I said, for anybody who is struggling with their sexuality, I just want to emphasize that it will be okay. It may not seem to be okay now, but it will, and I promise you that. And um, I, and please forgive me for like kind of um, jumping over my words a little bit. This is my first time on here, so <laughs> I never really like got. I never really um, voiced out my opinion to this degree, so please, like, like forgive me for like stumbling over my words a little bit in some points of the podcast. No, okay. it's okay. I mean, it's fine. I mean, it's it's okay. Like, this doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, it's not super scripted and where you can't make a you know make a mistake or you can't you know stumble over your words. I mean, it happens. So, I mean, it's 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 yeah. fine. Yes, um, but um, I think that's everything. Um, thank you for having me. I'm glad I could be a part. Of, well, I guess it would make sense, but I'm I'm still glad to be a part of this. But um, and no I problem. hope that people hope that I shed light a little bit to whoever who's watching, and I hope for the people like I hope y'all just like educate yourselves a little bit more. If you don't understand, it's okay to not understand. But, you know, just, you know, know your place and everything will be okay. But, again, thank you for um, having me. I really appreciate it. No yeah, problem. No Cyan, do you have anything you want to leave off with? Um, well, you know, I just want to say I think it's important for everybody to remain educated about how. Yes, to- Absolutely. To, to you know even if you aren't going to be like a super hardcore ally you don't need to be complicit in standing by you know and you know I've said this before probably in other topics you know um that you if you're complicit then you're the enemy as well so if you're just mm-hmm. sitting there idly watching by as you know people that aren't you are being discriminated against and marginalized then that's a problem and you know I hope and even though you know we we talked about a wide range of things today but I we did one thing amidst all of our conversation if we did one thing I hope we just you know inspired you to you know read up more because we came with statistics here this wasn't just you know us rambling about nothing I I did my research like like a like a student you know um, and obviously we're not experts, you know, me and Kaylee could have probably, you know, done this ourselves, but that wouldn't have been really doing it justice because, you know, we do know somebody, you know, Nigel in the community. So why not bring somebody that's in the community and, you know, have an actual open dialogue about it? We, the opportunity was there and we took it. So, you know, absolutely. You do know somebody like we do, like Nigel, who is in the LGBT community you know, why not just do what Kaylee and I did, you know, have a sit down conversation with them about everything that's been going on and hear it from their perspective, you know, take time to, you know, have some empathy, you know, and, and, and I think it's important. Yes, and even even if you don't 
understand it right away. That's okay. Mm-hmm. There's always room for time and yeah. always room for understanding. And, you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, obviously, like Kaylee said, this was a really long episode, but I think this has definitely been the most illuminating episode that we've done because, you know, there were definitely, you know, some um, touchy subjects, you know, some controversial subjects that there's going to be plenty of difference of opinion on. And, you know, it, it needed to be talked about, though. So, you know, thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope that it was enjoyable to some degree. I hope that you did learn a lot and take away something from this. You know, um, make sure to follow us on Instagram um, at underscore the the young queens underscore. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, on Instagram, it is um, at young queens score and then... um, yeah, that's our Instagram. And then if you guys want to email us, um, like we've always said at the end of our, uh, uh, ever, at the end of every episode, if you guys want to email us um, any questions um, that you guys may have, or there's certain topics that you guys want us to discuss that we haven't gone over, um, you guys can email us. But honestly, it's probably just easier to DM us on Instagram again at Young Queens Official Underscore. Again, that's Young Queens official underscore. And just send us a quick DM. Um, interact with us, like, on there. Like, you know, send us a DM. Um, check out our episodes. Um, again, whatever platform you're listening to this on, um, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, Google Podcasts, um, whatever it may be, um, leave a review, like an honest review. Um, rate us. Give us, you know, some stars. And, you know, just be honest. You know, it lets us know how we're doing um how you guys are liking the show um what we could be doing better and things like that um if there's anybody you know in your circle you know family friends that you feel like may actually like this um this series um then you know share it with them by all means um follow us again on instagram um and just 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 engage with us like we 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 appreciate all of our listeners um we're we're growing you know slowly but surely Um, But we're growing and we're excited to just bring you guys um, new content every week. Um, And, yeah, we're excited to have we were excited to have um, Nigel on tonight. Um, This was, like I said before, it's very, very long, um, but it was a very um, enlightening conversation. Um, I mean, I will say that, you know, just trailing off of, you know, Cyan and Nigel um, at the end of the day you don't have to agree with someone's lifestyle or, you know, in general, you don't have to agree with the choices they make, but at the end of the day, they are people. So they, you're, you're not better than them or anything like that. They are people at the end of the day. So they are owed, you know, human, you know, some type of, or, or human decency period. They're not, um, they're not animals. They're not, you know, people that, you know, right. They're not people that you just step on. They're, you know, they're entitled to, you know, health care. They're entitled to, you know, they're people. Like, you know, you don't have to agree if you don't and you're just so evil and hateful with you and, and you're very set in your ways as far as your views, that's fine and all. But don't take all of that. Don't don't be super judgmental and hate um judgmental and hateful and evil because there's a lot of things I'm sure that are in your life that, you know, are not the greatest. It might not be, you know, you know, you could say, oh, I'm not, 
homosexual yeah you may not be but i'm there's other areas of your life that i'm sure aren't great and um you know there is nothing you know they a lot of people that are um you know deep in their faith which isn't a problem but a lot of people who are deep in their faith um the wrong way tend to act like there are tears to like sinning or whatever that like certain things are you know there's like oh like god looks at it as being this way is um you get more points for doing this sin or that sin it doesn't matter you know if you want and the point i'm trying to make is that a sin is a sin so a lie whatever so that's that's a lot of that's the main argument that a lot of people who who say that they're against um gay gay rights that's the that's the argument a lot of them make is that like oh well it's in the bible it's wrong they say it's an abomination and it's not natural and things like that well it may say that but at the end of the day what do you do in your life you may not be gay but do you gamble do you lie do you steal do you cheat have you murdered someone exactly. that's still you know a sin if you want to call it that it's still a sin so there is not you know you can't say like oh well being gay is worse than lying what and overall like not to go on and like on and on if and you on. like i'm sorry but if you're like a parent would you want your like i feel like people prefer their child to be like murderers and pedophiles and all that i'm like what <laughs> and like people like i don't know if y'all see this but like certain individuals do these youtube videos or like uh be like uh, uh, do you want would you rather your child to be a pedophile or, or or gay and like you'd be surprised how many people say pedophile and they get like the most ignorant reason why they don't want a gay child and it, i just think i i i just think it's funny to me that like how what people's mentality is when it comes to stuff like that right. yeah but you know what all I got to say is, and, and we're going to wrap this up here, but all I got to say is if you have a problem, well, if you will have a problem with the possibility of your child being gay, you should not have children. The end. And you should reevaluate your life, period. You should not have children. Seriously. Yes. Like, I mean, and if you have a problem with LGBTQ people when it comes to the healthcare, you don't need to be in that field either. Yes. So... We were we got a little bit on a tangent there, but you know, yeah, the, but it's fine. It's, but you I get mean, the point. It's needed. You get the it's point. Needed. You get so, the point. I'm gonna yeah. close this out officially now. Not yes. Again, thank you so, for having me. Thank you for being on here. Thank you guys that you know for tuning in and listening. Um, again, we post. Um, we upload new episodes every week, Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so yes, we are on the East Coast, so Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. every Friday. So don't forget to tune in. And again, we thank Nigel for um being our guest speaker um this evening. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.